Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers. It's 5 at 5, or live at 5, Tuesday afternoon. You're my last patient of the day. We do this every Tuesday afternoon to try to answer questions from people that either see us or just follow our podcast. And they're usually great questions. So, And sometimes I get some interaction while I'm doing this, so feel free to type in some responses or whatever. But in any event, we usually get some great things, and we talk about some good subjects and this is just one of the things we do. Be sure to, to get on my Common Sense podcast on Monday mornings and my doctor's notes. And I usually try to talk about a timely subject. But I like this five at five because it gives me five questions that I just look at about a minute before I get in here. And so you're going to get an off-the-cuff response. Um, and sometimes to me that's the best type. So also keeping me on my toes. So... Let's go to the first question. Um, question number one, can your body get used to bioidentical hormone replacement after being on it for a while and if and it not be as effective? Would you just increase the dose at that point? Well, yeah, your body kind of can get tolerant to, to hormone therapy. That's why on a lot of cases, when I first start like testosterone on people, um, on men especially, um, note that women need testosterone as well, but talking about men and T replacement, a lot of times they'll be very low when they first come in. I start giving them shots or pellets or whatever, and they start feeling better and better and better. And then they expect that to keep going and going and going, but it's sometimes they kind of plane out and get them to a good high level. So they don't think it worked quite as well as when it, they first started taking it, but Actually, it still is, but there is a good point because you can get tolerant to almost any medication, and so sometimes it's nice to kind of give a break from it um, so you don't get tolerant. That's what's meant by cycling steroids. Uh, you know, when all the weightlifters do it, all they all cycle them, but, you know, I don't do uh, testosterone replacement for bodybuilders, of course. Uh, they want huge doses. Sometimes I see them back to straighten them out when they've totally zapped their pituitary gonadal axis, and I'll get them back to a normal level, high normal, not crazy levels. But um, but anyway, you can get kind of a little bit tolerant. That's why sometimes I mix up the type of testosterone that I give with men and give it breaks. Um, Sometimes I use shorter dosing, pellets, etc. But uh, you're probably talking about the women's hormones, and usually creams that we use are preferably pellets, but because um, I think they work better. But that's one reason why, if you put the, if you're a lady and you're using the bioidentical hormone cream nightly, I suggest that you usually use it six nights a week instead of seven. So that kind of prevents some of the tolerance that you may build up or, you know, sometimes just take a week off. Um, so it's not, it's not bad to, you know, to take them every day or not to give breaks. But if you do feel yourself kind of not getting that effective uh, dose, give it a break. And always remember, don't just up the doses of the hormones. I certainly wouldn't do that for you. But check the levels. You know, the levels don't lie, either blood or salivary, um, but usually blood. Um, so check levels. Um, and 
talk about the symptoms that you're having because especially in females it's that those ratios of one hormone to another that that really matters instead of just getting them all as high as you can you don't want that so um get levels let me know about your symptoms um but that's a great question though really good question um come in and see us about that question two when checking your hormone levels what when is the most accurate time a day to do it well um i guess that depends if i'm seeing a new male patient and he has symptoms of low t i prefer to get that t level in the morning because testosterone is usually higher in the morning than afternoon so i like to get a baseline test in the morning sometimes i'll check it twice to confirm that it is low t usually i can talk or tell by talking to you with symptoms but probably morning for men um, you don't necessarily need to be fasting for that. Sometimes I'll check other labs at the same time, like cholesterol, sugar, etc. And I do prefer a fasting sometimes. Uh, sometimes if you're insulin resistant, I'll, I'd prefer to check a non-fasting to see if your insulin level really pops up um, and, and see what that does. That tells me a lot about insulin resistance. So, um, But for females... Um, Probably morning because they need testosterone too, and it is higher in the morning. Um, sometimes if you're using creams, I'll check it ideally about six hours after you put the cream on, um, just as long as I know when that is. Now, and if you're a man getting T-shots, I generally like to check the T-level about five to seven days after you took the last shot. If I check the level a day or two after your shot, it's not going to tell me a lot. If you if you wait two weeks, it's not going to tell me a lot. That's why I really like pellets a lot because it, it gives you a good, nice, even, consistent dose. And that's why pellets, male or female, are definitely my favorite way of hormone replacement. And most people, when they get them, they usually don't go back. But um, in any event, great question. Uh, question three, um, why do you think zinc is so effective for keeping your immune system strong? Is it more important than vitamin C? Well, they're both important. Maybe for COVID, zinc is definitely more important than vitamin C. But, you know, zinc is a mineral that um, is so abundant, yet so many people are so lacking in zinc. Um, it really works by allowing a protein uh, to allow zinc to enter the cell and some of the first cells that need zinc are the immune cells that fight infection off like t-cells and b-cells so if you have zinc around it'll allow um, the immune cell to uh, that protein to allow the cell to open up so zinc gets in it zinc can also help open up that cell to medicines that we treat for viruses like hydroxychloroquine i think that's so reason so one of the reasons that when you get hydroxychloroquine which is in a great immune modulating um, medicine it allows the zinc allows that to get in the cell to work better so unless you're taking zinc with that hydroxychloroquine which i've used hundreds of times um, it won't work as well also remember you got to get it the hydroxychloroquine for COVID in early 
or it won't work. If you end up in the hospital, you know, short of breath is probably not going to work at that time. And then you have to pull out the big guns, etc. But um, and most people are deficient in zinc. Um, so take your zinc um, daily, 50 milligrams. Zinc's also great for boosting testosterone levels and preventing conversion to estrogen in men. Um, but it's a great immune, immune booster and modulator um, because it opens up those immune cells um, and gets them activated. So I hope that answers your question on that. Um, question four. I notice you wear an aura ring. This is my aura ring. I also have a Band-Aid on there today. Um, uh, what do you use yours most for? Well, an aura ring is probably the best thing I've ever seen for um, following some of the biometrics of your um, of your health measures. Like I use my, mine mostly for my sleep patterns. I love it because every day I get in there and uh, I sync it in, of course, one time with your your phone. And it tells me how much REM sleep I got, how much deep sleep I got, how much light sleep, sleep latency, which tells me how long it took me to fall asleep, how many awakenings I had, um, the quality of sleep, total time of my sleep, was I restless. So I, I use it mostly for sleep, but I also like to look at it at the end of the day on how much exercise I got, how high my heart rate got. Um, I also like to look at my nighttime resting heart rate variability, that saw, small, subtle difference in the R to R beat, which if it's higher, it means it's, you're, you're more cardio protected. If it's low, it's bad. When you exercise, it needs to be um, lower. When you um, are sleeping, it needs to be higher. So think about heart rate variability, a very important measure of your overall fitness. I also like it because it takes my body temperature during the night. So I know if I slept too hot that night, or I like to keep it a little bit on the chilly side, your body does much better sleeping in a chilly environment, in a completely dark environment. Um, let's see, what else do I use that uh, aura ring for? Um, man, average heart rate also tells me what, what my breathing rate uh, was for the night. You know, you want less breathing. Uh, you also want to be a nose breather, not a mouth breather, as we talked about last week. Um, so the aura ring is, is so good. Um, I just love looking at uh, the different days of the week and how much exercise I got, what my heart rate variability was, the quality of sleep I got. It gives you a score. And um, I just love it because it kind of incentivizes you to get a good night's sleep, to exercise more every day, to see what your heart rate's doing. So an aura ring, that's a great Christmas gift for somebody. Um, or I think much better than a Fitbit or that type of thing. Plus, it's a ring. You have to charge it once a week for 20 minutes. I just love the ring. I don't like wearing a watch. Um, last question. How accurate do you think COVID-19 antibody testing is? I think the antibody testing is to see if you had the virus is more accurate than the antigen testing to see if you have it active. Um, I think the antigen testing has been a real disappointment. Those are the, the nasal swabs. There's about a 30% false negative rate on it. 
And there's also a, a rate of false positives, too. Um, so I've had people that tested positive for it that had minimal symptoms that didn't build up antibodies. Um, whether or not they just had a very light case of it or not and are not immune, I don't know. But um, I encourage you that if you've had the disease or if you've had the positive antigen test, that's the nasal swab, that a month or so later, come in and get a, an antibody test. It's covered by insurance just to see if you're immune to it. How long that immunity lasts, I don't know. It measures the B-cell immunity, and I don't think anybody knows. Um, what's probably more important is that T-cell immunity that may be a lot longer lasting, hopefully up to a year or so, um, that will prevent you from getting reinfected with this COVID-19 virus. Um, so, um, I, you know, I think the antibody testing is probably more accurate than the antigen testing. Um, but still, it's, it's far from a perfect test. Um, they're all working on this, believe me. But uh, great question. Um, all right, I don't see any other questions. So um, I hope you can join me next Tuesday. Listen to our Monday podcast. Look at us on YouTube, Instagram. Um, stay healthy, especially during this COVID season. Keep your immune system strong. Everything else I would tell you to do, uh, do especially right now because COVID is everywhere. Uh, so take care. I'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.